Hello there, everyone. My name is Aaron Burr. Welcome to the We All Can Change podcast, where I help others heal the earth to live a more fulfilled and healthier life. I like to keep things pretty lighthearted, so that's why I do all this in a very non-extreme and not too serious way. Seriously. All right, we are on episode number eight. I am talking about population. Yeah, this is a big one. It's it's kind of big because the solutions I have may piss some people off. And then also the solutions I have are kind of just big solutions. You know, a lot of a lot of the stuff that I talk about <clears throat> is pretty I mean, relatively speaking, it's it's not too crazy of stuff, right? The things I talk about are are fairly simple and easy things to do in the grand scheme of things. Population, a little bit tougher, a little bit more difficult, a little bit more sensitive of a subject. Anyways, population, I will be talking about the impacts of population growth, uh, where the growth is coming from around the world, and ways that we can reduce our family's footprint right now, whether that be, yeah, whether that be right now as far as our current family or reducing our family's footprint in the future if we plan to have one. Yeah, I'll be talking about the orphan problem in the, around the world and ways to slow population growth, as well as some organizations to, to get involved in. Yeah, so these issues, climate change, fossil fuels, pollution, consumption, all of these things, they're a big deal, right? They're obviously a bad thing, as proven by scientists. <laughs> Uh, they wouldn't be a big deal if we had, you know, as low as like as few as a hundred thousand people on the planet, right? If we if we had that few of people, these these things that we do, these negative things that that cause a pretty big footprint, the Earth could absorb it, right? But the issue is that we have seven point seven billion people on the planet as of today. It is May 8th, 2019 when I'm recording this. So we have to act accordingly, right? I mean, even even if we, we did have, you know, only 100,000 people on the planet or something like that, maybe there'd still be like that, that moral dilemma or ethical dilemma and uh, health, health argument and, and that feel-good feeling that you're that you're treating the, the planet with respect, right? If we know these things, we probably still would be better off keeping it clean, even if we didn't really have to. But we have 7.7 billion people, so we kind of have to. <laughs> and the more our population grows, I mean, the more the more we're going to have to change. That's just inevitable, right? Right now, I mean, we're, we can still live very, very comfortable lives while being pretty pretty uh, low impact on the planet, as well as um, allowing the planet to regenerate, creating uh, regenerative processes and allowing the planet to heal. We can still do all those things while, while being pretty comfortable. Yeah, but, but that's, that'll change and that'll get less and less as, as our population grows. So everyone, everyone has a footprint, right? Even if we are technically carbon neutral or carbon negative, we all have a footprint of some sort, even if we're 
paying for uh, carbon offsets like planting trees and stuff. Technically, we don't, but for the most part, everyone has a footprint. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and so no matter how much we reduce our footprint, no matter how much we we heal the planet, if we are bringing more people into the world, those effects, those positive impacts are are greatly reduced, if not negated, right? I mean, a whole other person is a whole other impact. It's a whole other footprint. Uh, there's more food required, more land, more water, clothes, and all the resources that have to do with clothes, and then transportation, all of it, right? Money, school, all this stuff, more carbon, you know, you, you get it, you get it. <clears throat> so, it's a big deal. Population, obviously, just, it has an impact, right? So, where is the population growth happening the most? We are currently at 1.07 for our world growth rate. So, 7.7 million people. It's quite a bit of people. I don't really know exactly how many people that is. I don't know, like um, 80 80 some million, lower 80s, lower 80 millions for uh, for a growth rate. So that's a lot, right? And I mean, if we're if we're experiencing effects of climate change and effects of of the Earth not being able to keep up at our current population, imagine what's going to happen then. But I got to keep things positive, so I won't talk about that. <laughs> Where is population growth coming from? Uh, Africa, for sure, uh, the, the continent. Several countries from Africa are are um, still developing and don't have access to to a lot of things that that keep population growth rates a little bit more leveled off. As well as the Middle East, Middle East is also another top contributor to population growth. Some countries, like European countries, they are maybe even losing population or they're leveled off. Uh, the U.S. is close to leveled off. They're at like point two, uh, point point seven. They are very close to zero, almost level, but they still are growing. If we're not sustainable right now, and we're growing, hmm, the effort that we make to to reduce our footprints, it's a lot of it's wasted, sadly. And so, I don't know. What are we going to do? We're in a predicament. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though. I'm talking to a microphone, asking the microphone questions. But you see what I'm saying. If a, like if a city reduces its footprint by 5% of a footprint reduction in five years, and in that same five years, the population increases by 8%, the footprint is still going to grow by about like 0.2 some percent. Crazy. So, huh, yeah, so it's a big deal, right? I mean, we don't want to waste all this effort that we're making to, to reduce our footprint just to have it thrown away by some more human beings. <laughs> and then let's hope that no, those new human beings are also environmentally conscious, because if not, ooh, dang. So what can we do? Because I just got really depressing, and I hate doing that on this podcast. <laughs> Not allowed. Uh, I'm staring at my teacup right now. It's like halfway full and it's just calling my name to take a sip. But I'm trying to be good 
for the podcast and not do it. We'll see if I if I'm strong enough. <laughs> so what can we do? So for those that already have families and already have children, I would say connect them with the earth as much as possible. Get them outdoors. You know, you don't have to you don't have to force them to do all these things, but but if you do them and if you have fun and and they notice that, I think they're going to pick up on it for sure and they're going to want to be they're going to want to spend time with you. I mean, every kid wants to spend time with their parents unless they're terrible parents maybe. Even then maybe they do. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, get people get your kids outside. Get your family outside, get them connected to the earth. Grow some food, grow, plant some wildflowers, plant some trees, or just go on a hike. You know, anything, anything you like to do, get them connected. Because ultimately, that's why, that's why I went down this path, is because I, I spent time in the outdoors. I went biking, and then biking got me into hiking and all the other INGs out there. So because my, because my parents got me outside, I, I developed this this passion and this value to protect the environment. And that, that led me down this world-saving path. <laughs> so you never know what, what impacts they might have. Or on the individual level, it's more so just um, they're probably going to think about their impact more because they care about these places and they have experience with these places. If we don't, if we don't have experience and we don't really value these, these natural areas, then then why would we change, right? So, so connect people with the earth. Um, yeah, teach the importance of protecting it for sure, uh, education-wise. And, and that, I mean, that goes to pushing that into school systems too. I mean, an environmental sustainability course, but like a, like a cool and fun one uh, in elementary or in high school, middle school, that would be sweet. That would be pretty cool. I mean, that, the only thing I can think of is, is environmental science is a kind of a required course in um, college, but no one takes it seriously, and and you know you don't really doesn't really have an effect. I don't think as much as a uh, social sustainability course would. And then you can also you can also feed and clothe them, your kids in in sustainable ways, right? You can you can choose more sustainable foods. Uh, more plant-based foods, of course, keeping an eye on nutrition and everything, make sure all the nutritional needs are met. Yeah, there's different clothing that you can swap and then reusable items instead of disposable items, all that stuff that, that you know how to do for yourself, you can also do for your your family. So there's that. And for those that are that are planning to have a family, you could... This is this is like the tough part. I don't really want to tell anyone to do anything. Um, and this is like a very sensitive topic. It seems like like every time I talk about this issue, this is when people get lit up, even if they're environmentalists and and whatnot. But th- there's obvious uh, impacts to to things, and I can just keep it keep it fact based. And and if I'm not telling you to do anything, I'm just telling you that we can do these things, and and these are the best impact. I mean, obviously the the biggest impact that we can have is to have no kids at all, right? And I mean that, you know, you're not you're not contributing to a whole other person's footprint basically because that's tacked on to your own footprint. Realistically, it is a tacked on to your own footprint 
And so if you're spending all this time reducing your footprint and then and then this child comes along and that's a whole other impact in itself. So so there's that. I'm mean, I'm not telling anyone to not have a family if they if that's what they really want and desire and that's what they value. You can also just have one less child than your original plan was. You can adopt because there's tons of kids waiting to be adopted. Some are waiting up to six years to be adopted. There are orphans all over the world, 140 million to be exact. I mean, that's technically children who have lost one or both parents basically are considered orphans. And so that's from, I think, UNICEF. So 140 million, pretty big number. And so there's all these kids looking for families. And I don't know, maybe it, maybe it makes sense to, to help one of those kids out. Um, and you're also uh, not, not bringing a new kid into the world um, with a whole other impact, right? This kid is already going to have an impact. It already needs some parents. Might as well help it out. I've I've never wanted kids. <laughs> I mean, ever ever since I could think about and 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 contemplate and and decide if that's what I wanted, it, it hasn't been appealing to me. Maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I don't know. I just I I want to live my own life. I guess and and um, I have a I have a deeper calling. Not deeper. Well, deeper for me. Yeah, not deeper for everyone. But I have a I have a more important calling, and that is to help the earth than it is to raise the family. I, I get probably as much value and reward from from this work that I do uh, that I don't really require having children. <laughs> Plus, on, on all that, I mean, we save the planet, right, by doing that. So you are greatly reducing carbon emissions and and taxing on the planet and you're saving some money for sure (laughs) and so I mean that's 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 just me and I just don't I just don't see it in my life and maybe maybe some people might think that oh you're young you know give it a few years you'll probably want kids or give it the right person uh you'll probably want kids but but I don't know this is different this is um this is my life and I don't feel like I'm I'm broken in any way that I that I don't want kids or I I don't feel like that I'm just being young. I feel like this is this is what I this is what is in line with my values and and uh I think it's going to stay that way. So that's my take on it. Anyways, I mean I I'm, I'm grateful to have been raised. Absolutely. <laughs> and and I do recognize that if my parents chose one less kid to have or no kids to have that I wouldn't be here, right? I wouldn't be here recording this podcast. And so I am so grateful. And so it it is a little bit of a weird feeling to say, oh, I'm not going to do the same selfless act that my parents did. I'm going to be a little bit more selfish. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. And I'm sticking with it. And I don't don't feel guilty. That's what I, you got to make decisions in life. You got to move forward. So that's me. I don't, I don't want kids. Environmentally, personally, uh, yeah, I'll be like a maybe a cool uncle that like hangs out with kids and and then like pushes them away when when they start to cry because <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> 
But again, I am not telling you to not have kids. I am just saying we don't have to anymore. <laughs> There's almost 8 billion fucking people on the planet. We don't have to. It's it's kind of like a God, it's just so weightlifting, I guess. Like it like the like the weight is off our shoulders. We don't have to worry about reproducing. Our species is not going to die off from not reproducing. If anything, it'll die off from reproducing too much. So so hey, I mean, if you're looking for an out, maybe that's what I did. I was just looking for an out, right? I'm like, I don't really want kids. Oh, hey, the environment. <laughs> that's my reason. So if you're looking for an out, you have it. I'm giving it to you. We don't have to anymore, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, I I hear a lot of people say as far as like Africa and then I guess Middle East too, poverty wise and everything, and even even in even in the U.S. too. I've I've heard this before um, in lower income communities, uh, communities dominantly people of color. I've heard people say. Oh, it's their own fault. They keep having kids. And that is like just absolute bullshit though, for sure. I mean, here I am talking about how we shouldn't be having kids, right, right, right. But yeah, I mean, blaming blaming uh these issues on on the fact that people are making decisions to just have as many kids as possible is like just completely ridiculous. And I will I will argue with that with you all day. So hit me up. Uh, I mean, population growth is affected by a wide variety of things, but mostly it is things like, well, all in all, it's really poverty level, right? And and what comes with that is education and access to modern contraception, as well as definitely gender equality and the ability for women and girls to make decisions about their own bodies and their lives and their marriages. All of these things are, are what causes uh, population growth. And so you'll see places with higher poverty levels have a higher population growth because of those reasons. Also child mortality, the higher the mortality rate, typically the the lower, or I'm sorry, the, the higher the fertility rate because if you if you have a certain amount of kids and a certain amount of those kids will probably die, you'll probably want more kids so that, you know, more kids survive. But that ends up working too well. And so um, a lot of people are doing that and and then they end up with... with um, you know, a decent amount of kids because it does work by doing that and, and it works well. There's a TED Talk that Hans Rosling did. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, he's Swedish and he did a pretty cool TED Talk on population growth. He kind of, he's really good at at, vi- at making great visuals and making complex statistics digestible for the average person that's not a statistician statistics person (laughs) aka me 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll link that TED Talk below for sure. Yeah, I mean, get rid of the, oh, it's their fault they keep having kids. Fuck off. Get rid of that. Look at some actual causes. And we can do things about it, right? I mean, I, I get it though, because cause that that response is definitely the easier way out, right? It's just easy to say that. And that I get it, but but it's definitely not right to say that. And so let's look at some things that we can change. And I'm sure you wouldn't disagree about them anyways, because it's not like it's not like anyone's gonna be like, oh, well, I hate education. There's no way I can help fund that. I hate uh, increasing, or I hate lifting people out of poverty, or uh, or decreasing child mortality rates. I hate that stuff. You know, no one's gonna say that. So, so get on board. There's things to do. And hey, what are those things? I mean, we can. I mean, basically, localized level, uh, we can push our schooling, especially to legitim- to to provide legitimate uh sex education for sure i mean i mean my my middle school was like total bullshit for our sex ed class it was like (laughs) it was like here's how a penis works wear a condom here's like a a brief um a a brief introduction to the female anatomy and then that was it that's all i remember and uh and i think that's pretty much all they did so it was it was pretty shitty and so that definitely helps legitimate sex education that's that's age appropriate for sure vocalize these issues for sure uh let people know what your stance is and why you're making these certain choices if you are choosing to have one less kid if you are choosing to adopt or have no no kids let people know why and and um, why you're making those certain choices and maybe let people know the the benefits that you have right or or let people know what you're doing to get involved if you already have a family and everything like that because there's no there's no wrong way to do things I don't think well there's a wrong way to do everything but you know what I mean <laughs> uh, most importantly push gender equality. Ooh, yeah, for sure. Locally, nationally, and then globally, for sure. Men, we have to step up, right? We have to give people opportunities to to have power in certain situations. We have to empower people. We have to announce when something's going wrong, when something bad is happening. I feel like I'm a little bit a little bit uncomfortable talking about this. Maybe it's mostly because of uh, my insecurities related to how I treat people, maybe, or how I have treated people. And so it's a, it's a tough conversation to have, definitely. But but it needs to be done. And and I don't want to make this as a as a oh I'm I'm pushing gender equality as a means to an end. Um, as a means to just save the planet, that's the only reason. I do believe in in, in many different issues. Uh, this podcast is obviously environmental, but I I have come to the conclusion in the past that that all these issues, gender equality, uh, racism, sexism, you know, all the all these things, they're all connected by by some sort of discrimination or domination, right? The planet is being dominated 
women are being dominated, people of color are being dominated, right? And so I think they are interconnected, and I haven't really expressed the importance of, of equality, I think, enough. I don't think I have done it enough in, in my work. And so while I'm a little bit uncomfortable talking about that as a straight white man who hasn't really experienced anything like that, uh, it's tough to have those conversations with a microphone because, <laughs> uh, well, one, I don't have any any words to go off of coming back. It's literally just my thoughts, and I'm constantly thinking about my thoughts. And um, so, anyways, gender equality, it's a big deal, and everyone needs to step up for sure. Men especially, uh, we need to empower women and give them voices and let them speak and be heard because because not only does does that just make sense on a moral perspective but also environmentally so in summary get people out of poverty get people access to basic needs basic health needs basic modern contraception promote gender equality promote all equality but but definitely gender equality for um, environmental-wise because allowing women to, and girls to, to make their own decisions and to be educated on these issues will, will have a great impact not only quality of life-wise for them, for everyone, but also environmentally. The impacts are... are just crazy. What organizations can we get involved in? So again, this is definitely a little bit of a tough one for me as far as, you know, I basically try to find organizations that are pushing equality, uh, poverty stuff, you know, child health, um, youth health in general, education, and I don't, I don't really feel comfortable sharing organizations that I'm not fully, that I haven't fully researched, I suppose, and, and really dug into. So I, I've got a few here. Uh, definitely the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They empower the poor, for sure. They, they focus especially on women and girls in that category. And then they also help young people survive and thrive. So that's pretty cool. Care, care.org, good one too. And UN Women. Yeah, all these things, all these all these different organizations, those are great. There's, there's definitely a plethora more, but those are the ones that I'm very familiar with. And so those are the ones that I'm going to share. Yeah. Um, cool. That's pretty much... All I've got this episode. What is new for We All Can Change? Hmm. I am adding a additional uh, menu to or menu item to uh, the site with with a couple pages on it, and I'm still working on that. So that is coming along, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, I am just grinding away, trying to dig out, dish out some. Some podcasts every week, a podcast every week, 
and uh, still writing a lot, but but I'm gonna try and condense my writing into one post every month. So, so wait, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it around. You can also donate to fund my work by either PayPal or now Patreon. This keeps my bills paid, allows me to keep learning better ways to serve you, as well as keep me advertisement free, which is maybe the most important part. (laughs) Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. And if you're looking to stay updated on new episodes or blog posts that come out, you can sign up for a weekly update on what's new. No clutter, not ever. So don't worry about that. Uh, it goes out every Sunday morning, so kind of like a like a Sunday paper or like going to church every Sunday morning, but it's like environmental church. It's pretty cool. So just head over to weallcanchange.com and enter your email at the top of any page. Hey, thank you so much for all your support. I, I really appreciate it. I'm like so excited to, to continue down this path with all of you. Take care.